0: Welcome to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. On this episode, we're talking curling. Mike McEwen and Jason Gunlickson, the two Manitoba skips that will be representing the province in the Briar starting on Friday. Those conversations coming up next on the podcast. Starting in uh, about 48 hours from now, the Briar in Calgary with Pool B manitoba's teams mike McEwen and jason gunnickson begin their play on saturday and we are pleased to be joined by mike McEwen, skip of team wildcard number one mike how are you doing
1: hey not not too bad thanks for having me on christian
0: how are things in calgary right now are you uh hold up in a hotel room right now
1: uh yes we are um it was very quiet today <laughs> i uh, you know i'm we we did uh, a couple weeks of homeschooling with with our little one Vienna, uh, you know just to be extra diligent uh, to you know make make sure as best I could to to test negative and uh, so we <laughs> used to having a lot more noise around me so it's been uh, kind of eerily quiet today.
0: So take us behind the scenes. What was the process like getting from Winnipeg into a hotel room in Calgary?
1: Uh, you know, um, we, we chose to drive. Uh, so, uh, uh, coach, coach, uh, Rob Meekin and I drove together. We, we ended up taking a, a handful of vehicles, uh, out, uh, just because some of the boys are playing mixed doubles. And, uh, coach made a comment when we finally got here. He's like, I feel like we flew to Japan. <laughs> We're sitting down so long. Um. So, uh, but uh, once we arrived at, uh, you know, the check-in was seamless and, uh, you know, into our rooms and um, basically room service and whatnot for now. But uh, had our, had our uh, quote-unquote, uh, I guess it's called a day zero test. So we should have results back uh, hopefully tomorrow morning uh, and, then, and then kind of practice start up uh, tomorrow afternoon. So what
0: are you doing to pass the time?
1: um well i've been i've been out in the balcony quite a bit uh you know we're fortunate that uh we've kind of got a a row of rooms where it's uh you know you can kind of shout at each other across from the balcony uh have some conversations and uh yeah i've been uh you know i did a little mini workout in the room and rolled and stretched and uh, especially after such a long drive it's just kind of nice to move so yeah uh, not much else uh you know it's kind of a quiet day but uh, not too bad.
0: So when was the last time you threw a rock?
1: Well, we were, we were fortunate that the provincial government did, uh, allow, uh, individual practice. Um, uh, so the granite curling club had ice, uh, available the last couple of weeks. Um, and that, uh, that was huge. Uh, you know, I was just, uh, I was just thinking, you know, um, I've, you know, I've had, you know, a couple of knee surgeries. So um, even though I'm 40, my knee's probably like it's senior age. Uh, so it's important for me to get get, get ice access and kind of get the body going. Um, so that was huge for, you know, us in Manitoba to, to be able to get that individual practice. Uh, uh, so, you know, we, we feel good, but we haven't thrown a rock uh, basically since last week. Uh, it'll be nice to step out on the ice tomorrow. So,
0: how closely were you paying attention to the Scotties to see how it all went down in the bubble to get a, a glimpse of scouting report, maybe of how the ice might act, or can you? Or do you have to throw all that away because it's a, a new event, it's a new weekend, the weather will probably be different?
1: Well, I I think you try to take some of that, uh, but yeah, you're you're right. They you know they have to rip out the logos, uh, scrape, flood, fix the ice, and uh, you know we might. End up with some milder temperatures or things that do do affect the ice uh, a little bit differently for the men, but um, you know my you know Dawn was in constant communication with the with Team Jones and and uh, you know her her and Lisa have, have had really good connection and and that was great to kind of get that feedback from their team and and on the other side uh, uh, you know Rob. Rob's daughter, Rob Meekin's daughter, Brianne, was was playing with Team Saskatchewan. So we kind of got a really good sense of what to expect and the protocols and routines. And um, I think that just kind of makes you a little bit more comfortable when you show up. Uh, You have sort of a a baseline to to go off of.
0: Yeah, because the Scott, you know, I guess they were the guinea pigs for the the (laughs) Calgary bubble. And you guys get to go in second, so any kind of kinks that were in there were worked out. It looked at least on the surface, watching from home, that it all went off pretty cleanly. Uh, There was that one incident with Northwest Territories getting food poisoning that they had to postpone a game a couple days. But otherwise, I'm sure, what did you hear from people in the bubble? Was it uh, pretty swimmingly operated?
1: Yeah, for the most part, yes. Um, Yeah, the the ladies set the bar pretty high, so hopefully... uh all the men coming in, uh, we can do exactly as they did and just string together, uh, uh, you know, X amount of hundreds of tests uh, of COVID tests that come up negative. Um, it, it really, you know, that was important, I think for uh, as much as I hate to call them, you know, they hate that they were forced in that situation to be the first ones those guinea pigs. But um, yeah, it was, it was important for the ladies uh, that it really went off well and, um, you know, I think we're thankful that that it did, and hopefully the men can do it justice, uh, just as much as they did.
0: There was a lot of good curling, and for sure there's going to be rust coming in. We saw that with the Scotties, where you know teams hadn't practiced together until a couple days before the event, and that's what's going to happen this week for for you guys as well. Do you expect the the games to be a little bit scratchy to start the week, or what do you what are you thinking you're going to see here?
1: Yeah, we. We did get, we were a little bit fortunate that, you know, the ladies, uh, depending on where you lived, um, I know at least in Manitoba, you know, with the five teams that went, they were kind of scrambling. They sort of got maybe a couple of days in when the protocols changed for, for practice. Um, So it was kind of a mad scramble for them to, to get some ice time. We were fortunate that we, uh, we had ice time all throughout the Scotties. So, you know, do I, you know, Do I think we'll be a little bit sharper on opening than than uh, you know? Perhaps we we saw the past week. Uh, I I think that's possible, Um, but definitely you know all that practice uh, and you know we're just talking about a couple weeks. It still should be you know there'll still be a little bit of rust, especially the first couple of days um, till till teams get comfortable. But I don't think it'll take very long before uh, that comfort sets in and. I think uh, we'll you know I think from ourselves and and our peers we we expect a pretty high standard as far as performance out there,
0: and what do you think of the field it's do you uh do you think it's one of the toughest fields ever compiled at the Briar with all eighteen teams now, and Kevin Cooey is wild number two
1: yeah it's uh, uh you know i heard I heard many of us speak about Kingston last year as the greatest Briar field ever assembled. Well, look what we have now. I think it it's undisputably the the greatest and biggest, you know, field assembled uh you know if there's an asterisk to win this briar, the asterisk is gonna say you just won the greatest Briar Field, you just topped the greatest briar field ever. That's what the asterisk would mean. And <laughs> then never mind anything about the pandemic.
0: Well the the championship pool round I mean picking there's going to be eight unreal teams in that championship pool round how do you feel your team will be able to separate itself in this pool of great teams
1: That's that's go- going to be the challenge um especially with just three teams making the very final round uh that that puts a you know just a a ton of ton of pressure to be good early uh, through those first eight games uh, and and uh, I, I'm hopeful that we can kind of you know from what I saw from the boys and myself if we go back to Kingston uh, you know that that consistency and performance uh, that we had there was was really top-notch uh, just needed to tweak a couple of things uh, to to kind of we we faltered uh, I guess in a tiebreaker there but really that performance we're, we're going to need something similar this week. And, uh, know I'm hopeful that, uh, you know, all things considered that we can kind of get close to that kind of play. And that'll, that, that kind of play should set us up well for the second round, but, uh, yeah, definitely, um, those first eight games and having some early hiccups could really kind of, uh, sideline your opportunities. You'd be, you'd hate to be, uh, you know, kind of back up against the wall early.
0: Well, and you got to see in the Scotties too the records that needed to be had to get through to the championship pool. First of all, and to give yourself a chance in the championship pool, right? Five, six wins in the in the pool play is kind of a a must, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. I, I look at look at uh, Team Jennifer Jones, nine and three, and didn't make the final three. Uh, you know they still got a tie-break game, but when you think about that, you're <laughs> you go nine and three and you don't make the final playoffs. It um, just gives you a sense of of uh, what kind of performance you you have to put together through a long week. Um, so I'm in, really interested to see, you know, what teams look like out of the gate, and and even you know there's some questions just because we you know we haven't been playing events and limited practice and whatnot what kind of uh what it looks like as far as teams towards the end of the week what kind of fuel they have left in the tank
0: finally i have to ask you the question that everyone gets asked in athletics in front of no fans playing in the empty arena will it make communication up and down the ice easier for you
1: oh heck yeah you know it's funny i i I noticed um some of the ladies' teams, you know, just in conversations, you know, amongst their team, whether it be a timeout or, or talking about something, they're almost to a point where they're whispering. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think it's uh, – the communication will actually be quite 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 easy uh, as far as what we're um, normally uh, normally used to where, you know, there could be a great shot on the next sheet happening and the crowd explodes. And then you're having to, in that moment, you might have a shot coming down the ice where you're all of a sudden using hand signals and trying to manage, you know, the situation through that chaos. Well, that's gone. That's not, you know, that's not happening now for for this for this prior. So, uh, yeah, that, that's. I, I'm I'm interested to see what that looks like. Uh, I, I think it's um, it will be beneficial for communication. But on the flip side, you will not get that adrenaline rush from the crowd when it, you know, when it hits its highs and lows, and you can feel that energy of the building. That that you won't be able to draw energy from the, that. That won't be there.
0: Well, Mike. Either way, we wish you the best of luck. Hopefully, it's a, a long stay in Calgary for you, and uh, we'll be rooting you on here from Manitoba. Thanks for joining us tonight.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. I hope we, uh, us, and and our fellow compatriots. Uh, uh team team Gunlickson. I hope we can, you know, do Manitoba proud and, and really uh, put out a good performance.
0: All right, we're gonna head back to the Calgary bubble now with the Briar starting on Friday night. And we're gonna welcome in Jason Gunlickson, the skip of Team Manitoba. Jason, how are you doing?
2: Hello, quite well. Thanks for having me on, Christian.
0: Jason, did you know that you were the last in studio guest that I had on the show before everything got
2: shut down a year ago? Holy crow, that is that is pretty wild. But yeah, the timing sounds about right.
0: Yeah, it was uh, right after your first prior experience, and uh, yep, yeah, you came in the studio, and then that was it. So, uh, just uh, take me into the the Calgary bubble. Are you you? Uh, I had Mike McEwen on an hour ago. I assume you're holed up in a hotel room too.
2: Yeah, no, we're de We got here yesterday and we're just kind of biding our time, got our testing going. So, uh, you know, kind of best case scenario is we get some, um, training starting tomorrow, but definitely unique, but everything this year has been.
0: So what kind of practice time have you had over the last couple of weeks and months even?
2: Yeah, well, about two weeks ago, we were able to get back on the ice and, um, You know that was that was really big for us because I think trying to come into an event like this with with no you know no ramp into it would have been really tough. So um, we had a a pretty good block um, of practice, like late summer um, into the beginning of October, there where things were a little bit more open, and we got to do a lot of training. But it's definitely been a strange year and. And um, you know, about a month ago, we were pretty worried we we're going to be showing up in Calgary with zero practice. So to get some in is pretty nice.
0: Were you watching the Scotties closely just to see how the ice reacted in the bubble environment?
2: Yeah, we definitely. I mean, I think we are just, as curlers, we're just so excited. There's some curling happening. Um, you know, it, it looks pretty glim or pretty gloom here for uh, for a few months, and um, we watched a lot of it it's pretty nice as Manitobans, like we have Greg Wasco doing the ice and, you know, before he became the, the name, uh, you know, we played on his ice so many times in Manitoba at different events and the provincials and things like that. So there's a pretty great comfort, um, you know, coming to play these events in the bubble. And it's also in curling oftentimes at the start of events, the conditions change and are tricky, but because we got the Scotties first, they should pretty much be perfect from the start, which should be great.
0: Now, are you thinking that, like it was at the start of last week, Scotty's might be a little bit scratchy because you did get some practice time in, but for the most part, everyone's kind of coming in here rusty, I would imagine.
2: Well, yeah, no one's played any games. And, I mean, just like in all sports, you know, without that that kind of, you know, fierce battle, I mean, teams come normally at a training camp decent, but usually not at their best. And, I mean, I think we're at a point where that's even less so than than a, a true proper training camp. So I do think it'll be a little bit, a little bit scratchy, but on the other hand, I think the ice is going to be so fantastic. rock so fantastic that, uh, and people are so excited to play. I think it's going to be pretty good and really entertaining, even if there's the odd mess there.
0: And part of that, Jason, is because of the, the strength of the field, when you've got so many good teams in, in each pool and you're looking at a potential championship pool that, you know, any of the eight teams coming out would be a great representative of, of Canada. Is it a bit daunting looking at all the teams you're going to be going up against?
2: Oh, I think, I mean, it's a little bit stronger, maybe or a little more deeper, but I mean, last year, men's the top eight teams made the championship pool in the country, which are also all top 12 teams in the world. So, um, daunting maybe, but more like fun. Like you're getting to play the absolute very best players and compete against them and slowly, you know, build on, uh, you know, hopefully build on last year's results.
0: So last year you went five and two in the pool play round and then uh, didn't go so well in the championship pool. You lost all four of your games there. How much of a learning experience is that, that you can build on for this
2: year? Well, I think a lot, like it it was a, a big, three rookies on the team for the briar including myself and i mean i always kind of look back at you know what did the other skips do in their first time and there's some exceptions but for the most part there's a little bit of a learning curve so to get that experience and to be able to reflect on it and try and build forward it's kind of been weird because there's been no time to train but i think those uh that experience is going to really help us and you know, we, we just really want to make it back to that championship pool and, and you know, prove that uh, we can play a little bit better in those two days.
0: So the fact that you're starting off Saturday morning against Alberta's Brendan Botcher, who's been to the last three finals, you're getting tossed into the fire right away. And I guess there aren't a lot of easy games when you're in, You know, there's so many strong teams here. What do you expect that first game to be like?
2: Well, I think it's fun. I think the fact that you know you're playing a really strong team you know that they're going to be ready to play as they always are. Um, you know, you don't have, you don't have doubt. You don't have to worry about, you know, being okay or what have you. You just know you have to play as good as you possibly can. And, and um, it, it's just curling. So I think that's really a good way to start is to play, you know, one of the favorites for the event right off the hop. Um, you know, it, when you get the win, you're feeling really strong. And if you do happen to have a, a shaky first outing, you know at least you're not losing a game. A, you know, a game that uh, that you'd be heavily favored to win.
0: Looking at the the way it all went down at the Scotties, with some days you you play twice, some days uh, for you, like on Sunday, you're not going to play at all. What do you think of the, the time between games compared to last year's Briar, Where last year, I'm sure you're, you had responsibilities away from the game. This year, like on Sunday, what are you going to do all day?
2: Well, you know, we've, we've already earmarked that for a nice meal that day. <laughs> I don't know where we're going to be uh, skipping the dishes, but it's going to be somewhere. Um, but no, it really is um, going to be different. But in some ways, it, it's going to be, it's more pure curling and more probably what we're used to in most events I would say that you know the Briar and some of the other events are, are a little bit special in the way that they have so much crowd interaction all those things we love but I think this is more normal for us you know play the sport you know get back to our hotel rooms just kind of relax recharge and you know go back out there and compete as strong as we can so I'm really excited for the for the format, even though obviously it would be cooler with a bunch of people in the building.
0: How does that change communication on the ice? Are you going to not lose your voice, as opposed to maybe yell a bit more normally?
2: Yeah, I think it'll be. I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good for a lot of things, but when you make that crazy game winner or something like that, uh, not having the fans to go crazy, you'll miss it. But you know, end to end, shot by shot, it'll make it a lot. Easier because we won't have to be like you say screaming at the top of the lungs to be heard. Um, you definitely it was more of a just a conversation for the teams out there, which I think actually helped um, curlers make more shots too. So I think I think that part will make it easier, but less fun.
0: Right, and uh, remember the the great shot you had to win a game at last year's briar and how you went nuts. Everyone kind of went nuts. That's gonna be it's just gonna be you yelling if that happens this year and. Maybe some people on another sheet just kind of look over, but that's it.
2: Yeah, it's going to be really different. There were so many amazing game winners, including that shot last year. And, and um, you know, I, I do think that that kind of just huge release of excitement won't be there without the fans. But on the other hand, um, you know, we're just all so excited to be curling because I know lots of sports, you know, haven't even got up and started yet.
0: Absolutely. So for your team, you have a bit of a change this year. Matt Wozniak comes in, Alex Forrest uh, taking time away. Uh, how does that change your lineup with Adam Casey moving to third now?
2: Well, he was already kind of doing the, the vice skip duties in the house and that sort of thing. So I don't think it'll be a, a huge change from his perspective. And he's, he's played third probably the most. Um, in his career, so it's not like a huge. I don't think it would be much of a change for him. I mean, adding adding Matt, I think, brings you know a different player with a wealth of experience, and you know he's maybe got a little bit of a different skill set that we can draw on this week. And um, you know, he wasn't playing the last couple of years too much in men's, but he was uh, crushing it on the mixed doubles circuit, and and he uh, you know he really has a, a great um, touch and a great understanding for pass and the speed of the ice and things so it will be weird to you know play our first uh, event as the team being the briar but i think we've got experienced people who are used to playing with different lineups and this shouldn't be too hard for them
0: so what have you been doing all day today stuck in a hotel room
2: just working just working <laughs> no it's been uh, it's been pretty slow and and i'm a pretty uh, high energy person so i think for I think for some of the guys, you can kind of tell. That certain certain curlers are like, couldn't be happier to just be able to shut it all off and have a day off. And other of us are, you know, it, it's a little bit of a small confine, but uh, you know, really everything's been amazing um, through the whole process so far, and everything's gone perfectly smoothly. I know the first time they did in Scotties, like there was things that were, you know, new things to deal with every day, whereas so far for the prior, it's been the whole lead-up's been very smooth.
0: Well, and for you guys, right, there's already been a a test run, really, with the Scotties to show that it works, they can do it, the ice worked, the testing worked, and for you guys, I'm sure that's a certain comfort level added, knowing that you've seen it before and you can have a a good week.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, we've got another day or two here as, as you know the testing results continue to come back, but it really seemed like, come the event starting the Scotties was was so successful and so smoothly ran um, considering we're in a pandemic that brought a lot of a lot more excitement even um, I think to the whole briar field
0: so between now and your first game Saturday is it basically just you're practicing you're eating you're in the hotel room and that's pretty much it
2: yeah it's, it's pretty different than a normal you know it's not having all the family and friends and supporters and, and fans and everything, you know, and and all the engagements that kind of come with that is definitely weird. But again, like I said, I think it's more of a pure curling competition, which isn't normally what the Briar's about, but um, for this one year, I guess it's going to be just kind of about curling.
0: And there's no patch.
2: There's no patch. Yeah.
0: So is it, is it, uh, is, are there no drinks then allowed in the bubble or what how's the what's the deal there
2: well i don't think that it's curling still like let's not get carried away but no there's no socializing at all in the bubble so um yeah it's it's very weird like i think for other sports i mean it would still be weird but i mean, curling such a social sport and you know a huge part of this event is you know people coming from all over the country and getting together and making these friendships and like we were talking about it with um, McEwen's team, actually. is like, if you're not in the same group as somebody, you might not see the team the whole buyer, which is very different for Curly.
0: Absolutely. So uh, before I let you go, Jason, just looking at the, at the, the field here, do you have a set of expectations, a number of games you want to win? Or are you thinking, uh, we're just going to go out there and do our best?
2: I think you always want to win them all, but <laughs> oh, yeah. no, we we really want to make the championship pool and get the opportunity to to improve on our performance from last year. Um, you know, it's our first event with, with this four person unit. Like I think if we get too caught up on in result expectations, that could be pretty tricky for us. So I think really our goal is to just improve on last performance and you know, continue building what we've been kind of building over many years.
0: Well, Jason, we wish you the best of luck. We'll all be rooting on uh, both McEwen and and I'm not sure what people will do when you guys play on Monday, but that's not for me to decide. Best of luck in the bubble and have fun.
2: Guaranteed one of us wins. There we go. Yeah, thank you so much, Christian. We really appreciate it.
0: As Jason Gunnlickson skip of Team Manitoba, the Briar beginning Friday. His first game is Saturday morning against Brendan Botcher and Team Alberta. Well, thank you very much for listening to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. If you like what you heard, guess what? You can hear more every weeknight on CJOB from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Of course, that is when the Jets are not playing, because if the Jets are playing, then I don't have a show, but I'll be part of the pre- and post-game coverage. Anyway, thanks again for tuning in. Subscribe if you'd like. We're available on iTunes and other places I'd imagine. So farewell until we meet again. And thanks for all of this So sad that it should come to this We try to warn
2: you all dear. You may not share our intellect Which might explain your